From COK Studios in Haddonfield, Illinois, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the changes being made to standardized testing in the U.S. education system. We'll also consider the World Series, college and NFL football, and the start of NBA basketball with the guys from ESPN's Sports Yell. And we'll consider what you're looking at, butthead. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Blood Bath and Beyond. Shop the brands you love and find ways to spruce up your crypt, dungeon, or haunted castle. Blood Bath and Beyond, now selling K-Cup single blood packs. And the Jason Voorhees Foundation, providing hockey masks and weapons for underprivileged, undead slashers since 1980. Visit FridayThe13th.org for more information. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. American students take a reported 112 standardized tests between pre-kindergarten and 12th grade. Last week, President Obama said that's too many. The president said that kids should only take tests that are worth taking and are of high quality and that testing shouldn't occupy too much classroom time that takes away from teaching and learning. The Department of Education has released an action plan to do just that. Our senior education reporter, Marta Margolis, investigated what these educational changes will mean for students and teachers. It's clear that these latest revisions to curriculum and testing are a bit of a referendum on President George W. Bush's No Child Left Behind plan, which the Obama administration has so far supported. Wedgie Prescott is a senior education advisor to the president, and he says this new move will help students and teachers. Bottom line, kids are taking too many tests in school. We've got to streamline it a bit so they aren't spending all their time studying for and taking tests. While the baseline federal testing requirements are not changing, there will be overall tweaks to state testing programs that cut back on testing and auditing of testing. These standardized tests are so redundant. There's the ERB, the PSAT, the SKA, the NBC, the CBS, the SMUT, the CRAP, the POO, and the PEE, just to name a few. There's honestly about 25 others, including the ASS assessment. Teachers like Martin Wieda are excited at the prospect of these changes. I love that the Education Department is suggesting a cap for testing that'll only take up 2% of classroom time. Uh, How much time do you spend on testing now? Well, let's see. Uh, First period is test prep. Second period, I teach AP test prep, but then there's also remedial test prep and ESL test prep. Third period is bubble filling 101. Fourth period used to be music, but now it's math test prep. Then lunch, and after lunch, kids can take ethics of standardized testing or history of number two pencils. And then sixth period is PE, Scantron strategy or essay writing for test prep. Sounds like a lot of test prep. It is. I used to teach English, but now the only reading I get to assign is test instructions. I hope that we'll be able to actually get back to reading books again thanks to these new measures. The Obama administration also plans to cut back on federal laws that encourage states to include test scores in teacher evaluations. Teachers won't have to be beholden to the test scores like they have been. I'm so happy about that. Honestly, most kids suck at standardized testing. I'll be really glad not to have my job performance based on how well some kid can fill out his Scantron sheet. 
allowing more flexibility to states in designing these teacher evaluations is one way the education department can make teachers happier. It'll be great not to have my evaluations based on how well my kids do on some CRAP test. I'm also really sick of the B-U-L-L and the S-H-I-T. Those two are just the worst. It will be interesting to see if these moves are the only changes to be made on the testing front or if they are just the beginning of an educational overhaul. For COK News, I'm Mata Margolis. Mama pajama rolled out of bed and she ran to the police station. When the papa found out, he began to shout and he started the investigation. It's against the law. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. October is a big month for sports. With the NFL and college football seasons in full swing, the NBA season tipping off this week, and the Baseball World Series going on. Here to help us wade through all of this exciting action are the guys from ESPN Radio's Sports Yell, Rick Van Patten, and Cecil the Pontificator. Glad you have you back. Nice to be here. Yo, Dinah. Last time you were here, it was summertime, and there wasn't much for you guys to yell about because football and basketball hadn't started yet. It's like the exact opposite now, Dinah. There's so much going on, there's almost too much for us to yell about. Rick's right. There's an abundance of fabulous sporting action going on right now. If we weren't such veteran sports yellers, I'm not sure we could handle it all. Agreed. With football and baseball still going on, and the NBA and NHL seasons starting, how do you find time to yell about it all? We do a segment on our show called Quick Yell, where we speed through a bunch of topics. Obviously. It's a rapid-fire version of our usual yelling, and we thought we'd do it here on Consider Our Knowledge today. It's a great way to do lots of quick analysis. Okay, sounds good. You give us the topics, Diana, and we'll uh, yell about them for five seconds before moving on to the next one. World Series. Who you got? Royals or Mets? I know what you're going to say, Cecil, but you're wrong. Dead wrong. Oh, am I, Rick? The abundance of your stupidity knows no bounds. Okay. Uh, college football. Who really is the number one team in the nation? Obviously, it's Ohio State. They've been number one all year. Did you just get a stupid enema, Cecil? I can't believe you just said that. NBA season. Who's the favorite to win it all this year? Are you uh, going to brown-nose LeBron or Steph Curry this year? Neither, Rick. But one thing is for sure, your Chicago Bulls are going to be bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Guys, it doesn't seem like you're really giving much analysis here. You're just kind of yelling around the topics. It's not about the quality of the analysis. It's about the quality of the yelling. Obviously. We're not on ESPN Radio because of our analysis, Dinah. We're there because nobody, and I mean nobody, yells better than us. Absolutely. Okay, then. Last topic. What's the best Halloween candy? Clearly an Almond Joy. The chocolate and coconut are just perfect together. And then you add almonds for an amazing flavor combination. Gross, Rick. The only way I'd eat an Almond Joy is if I wanted to induce vomiting. For my money, you're not going to do any better than a Snickers bar. The peanuts, the nougat, the caramel, it's all good. Guys, that was the bell. Snickers is so overrated, Cecil. Oh, Why you're you overrated, Rick. Obviously, Snickers is the best. Just some lame it's the only candy bar that satisfies. I feel bad for the I'd rather eat some of those gross Necco wafers and choke down an almond joy. I bet you're one of those losers who like circus peanuts and old hard pieces of taffy, too. Well, I think you just proved that it's definitely the yelling that's the key and not sports analysis. Yes, we did. Glad we cleared that up. Happy Halloween, guys. Thanks. Same to you, Dinah. That was Rick Van Patten and Cecil the Pontificator, who can be heard every weekday on ESPN Radio's Sports Yell.
That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you'd like more from the best-looking news team in public radio, go to our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. You can also get breaking news from our team on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, and get your friends to like us as well. You can download the podcast at Stitcher Radio and at iTunes. If you'd like to donate to Consider Our Knowledge, go to our homepage and click the Support COK button. There you can go to Patreon and make a $5 secure monthly donation to your favorite NPR parody podcast. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, Marianne Wetzel, Spencer Cannon, and Libby Mitchell. Our intern is spooky little Ryan Shattuck. Have a safe and happy Halloween. I'm Connor Bentley. NBA season. Who's the favorite to win all year? What? Huh? Hmm? NBA season. Who's the favorite <laughs> to win all this year? <laughs> what? What? Who's the favorite to win all this year? What? Huh? All right. <laughs> Ready? Okay. okay. <laughs>